Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, welcome to Marvel Movie News. Today we're talking about Deadpool and the Inhumans and Jessica Jones and Defenders. And I've got a theory on Avengers 4 and Captain Marvel that we're going to end with, but you're going to have to sit through the whole show for it. Uh, so right there, we'll be right back. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks Marvel Movie News. Ho-ho! Hello, everybody. Uh, <laughs> it was concise. I like the aggression. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but was it was good. like, it was playfully aggressive, well, I mean, of right? course. That's yeah. like, yeah. I hope. Like Marvel. Playfully aggressive. <laughs> playfully aggressive. Playfully aggressive. Uh, so, uh, you will like what we give you. <laughs> I apologize to everyone in advance. Uh, Marquia couldn't be there today, so we got Domino instead. Yes, <laughs> we brought her in. We uh-huh. uh, exclusive interview. <laughs> yeah, exclusive interview with uh, Domino, not not, not Zazie Beats. No. Domino, <laughs> like the actual Domino. Uh, she inspired well, the character. D- domino, mm-hmm. by way, of Misty Knight, I think is what yeah. we would all yes, say. Yes, yes, because I'm wearing trajectory. red. Yeah, if, awesome. if if Shuri and Misty Knight got together and had a baby with Domino, it would be. Where's that movie? <laughs> I don't I don't know, but that's what Marquia is today. Yeah, I, I'm just I, kidding. Marquia is here. Yeah, I put their reaction on my Instagram story if you want to see their faces <laughs> when I first walked in with my new summer hair. Your summer hair? My summer hair. Summer hair? Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm also known as Tiny Rick. Uh, I'm Tiny Rick. I'm Tiny Rick. By the way, uh, can we just uh, discuss that for half a second? Pickle Rick is the greatest <laughs> hour of television ever. And it wasn't even an hour. It was 20 minutes. It's but it's the greatest minutes. hour I've ever spent with television. It's fantastic. Uh, uh, forget all that. We are the Marvel Movie News. This is episode 142. Coming to you live from an undisclosed point in the future. That's fair. Mm, I feel like fair. For this it's cable news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk network. You can also find us on their website, popcorn talk network.com or on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or at the popcorn talk. Also on Facebook.com forward slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us, tell us how much you love us, and we'll do our best to. Uh, to stay on top of this stuff. <laughs> so bad at Facebook. Uh, but <laughs> so but go join it. Go join it. We're trying to get better. I promise. Uh, and guys, if you'll tweet a link out to a sh- uh, tweet tweet a link out to our show with a message telling people that there's a live chat that they can uh, come and talk to us and all that jazz. Aunt Manthony will retweet you from his booth um, below the studio. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Mant- Aunt Anthony. I almost messed up my own name. Yeah, don't mess up your own name, bro. It's complicated. Uh, uh, my name is Matt Key at the Matt Key. We've joined by Koi uh, uh, Jandro at C O Y J N D R U. I said that as fast as Koi talks. Yeah, like, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you're I welcome. respect it. Uh, yes, yeah, so it was zero uh, to Koi. <laughs> zero <laughs> to Koi. Take a live lives. Uh, and also, uh, Domino. Uh, <laughs> like, I just can't get over it. You look great. D O M I N O. Uh, Marquia McCarty at M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. I think you're spot on with everything today. Skadoosh. All it takes is being sick. All right. Uh, we also have Colt Bando tweeting from Starjammer as always. Thank you, Colt. And we've got associate producer Ollie Drennan helping us put the news together every week because he loves Marvel as much as we do. And Marquia and I are not ignoring you. We're watching the live chat on my phone because my laptop is a MacBook and decided to stop working. Yeah, uh, we're actually playing Sailor Moon Drops. Don't let him fool you. Jeez, oh, angry birds are so angry. <laughs> uh, so, Koi, uh, I'm going to get you off your phone for a second. Oh, are we? 
Oh, we're, uh, I thought we would talk about Black Panther. I knew you would oh, jump over ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so, uh, the entire uh, album by Jibena. Koi's all about it. Koi, let's talk about Inhumans. You want to talk about? You want to jump you in? Know, I think it's yeah. going to change cinema. Yeah, Koi's all about. <laughs> it. All about the Inhumans. First there was Geely, then there was the Emoji Movie, and then there was the Inhumans. Then there was Inhumans. Oh no, is the Emoji Movie bad? I love Patrick Stewart. I don't even know if Patrick, even, even Patrick Stewart, yeah, I think, probably could Even Patrick Stewart can't yeah. say. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, Patrick Stewart, Deadpool. Oh, hey. <laughs> Not a segue. I nice know, it's segue. terrible. Uh, we got our first look at Josh Brolin. And character. what a look it was. What a look <laughs> it was. Uh, Coy, I'm terrified to do this, but I feel like I'm just going to turn it over to you and just let you. Can we start with the full body image? Because I feel like we should start there. At, I, 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 can we talk about. Now, the thing the internet noticed was the bear. Obviously, the teddy bear is very interesting, and I yeah. think mm-hmm. that means Hope Summers. That, Me too. Me with too. Hope Me being too. in the phone booth, there's a lot of hope here for Hope. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing a lot of people haven't talked about is if we can't do it because that TV is very dark, but if you zoom in, zoom in on the gun, yeah. it's turned up to 11. There's Wait, a, is it really? Oh, there's really? a knob on that gun with 1 through 10 and then an 11, and it's turned up to 11. Yes. There's an awesome. Easter egg in this image. Nice. Yes. So, I, I mean, love this. we've already got the humor of Deadpool. We've got an Easter egg with the bear. We've got an Easter egg with the gun. And not to mention the fact that, like, this is a giant jacked Josh Brolin. This mm-hmm. is a beast of a man. Mm-hmm. His face prosthetic looks amazing. The glow doesn't look cartoony. The, the, the no, single, it looks real. It, it looks, looks perfect. It looks like um, he somehow has an eye implant. Yeah, like it looks because uh, we saw that one shot of them getting the prosthetic. The prosthetic yeah. And I was like, "Why does he need? Oh wait, oh. this is why he needs that." Yes. Yeah, and uh, the solo shot that the 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 the, the one where he's yeah, yeah. You. that's even cooler. Like yeah. that. It's like hush. This is awesome. Like that looks yeah. like <laughs> hush. This is amazing. Don't talk about my awesome. glory too loudly. <laughs> like this feels like cable, and I and I was reluctant because, as you guys know, Michael Shannon was my cable, mm-hmm. but Josh Brolin here is. is I think the aggression of Brolin without any audio, without any, like, this is just a scary man. Yeah. And the way they released these pictures was such a good call before we had all the tabloid stuff, before we had paparazzi photos. Yeah. And the paparazzi photo that came out today with him, like, flexing, holding that little kid yeah. just as Deadpool, mm-hmm. like, that's the way to do this. You do the, re- the release images first to show how cool it looks when it's done. And then, like, that image looks better than I expected. Did you let the paparazzi do their thing? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the, the, mm-hmm. the neck, like, the, oh. The neck that's like, connected. Yeah. Uh, Marquia, I heard you yeah. make a couple of mouth sounds. I, I, yes. You, I did. What do you want to say? Uh, I was wondering with the full body picture oh, every week with the full <laughs> body picture I just I knock down action figures uh, with the full body picture uh, so uh, this is I, I've seen it obviously but I mm-hmm. guess I didn't examine it as well as I should have and our screen is a little bit dark but who is that in the background that is also it looks like somebody in the background like shooting a gun on, over his right hand shoulder is this just know. me seeing this? I think it's this? just you. That's his I... hand holding the gun. Is it? That's not like a face and a... No, no, that's, that's his okay, hand Okay, it's just our gun. screen then. Yeah, yeah, it's just real dark. Okay, because I thought it was somebody in the background. I thought I background, missed like, an also, entire human being. Uh, entire human being. I see what you're seeing. No, that's, I, uh, that's his gun with okay, his so this arm is holding a gun the Marvel equivalent of an inkblot test, and I just yep. failed. Yes. <laughs> no, it shows the paranoia and the worry about others watching. And there you go. I'm Rorschach. Hi, Rorschach. Where's Mr. Manhattan? Where is he? Where is it? Where's that He's handsome guy? Uh, <laughs> what I love about this image and the other one is that they they capture the tone of that character so succinctly. incredibly well and so succinctly. And I love that there's a like the teddy bear and the arm and the eye and the gun. Like that's where my eye yeah. Like my eye actually caught the teddy bear first. The composition of the shots mm-hmm. real good. Like it's it's really well done. The, the 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 way the costume is on him, the arm looks 
like the arm in the comics was awesome. Right. But it it just How do you like, translate that? How do you translate that without it looking a little silly? Like even Winter Soldier's arm looks pretty cool, but like But it has a flavor. It's very a comic, comic flavor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This arm is oh, I could see that on a soldier. Realistic? This is an actual arm. Like this mm. actually is a cybernetic Arm, like it looks like the way a cybernetic something that arm feels yeah, yeah. believable. Yeah. you know, with where we are in technology right yeah. now, and especially, yeah. I mean, to me, like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm bringing that to it, uh, you know, and uh, that suits this cable. I mean, this this type of cable. Like, I like that they're going full gritty. The playoff, yeah. how crazy Deadpool is. Like, you need that that good cop, bad cop, and I yeah. like how mm-hmm. serious and and also the wardrobe. Like, I love they went full with the grenade. Like, they went all yeah. the way. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's carrying around explosives. Like, yeah. he has that. Like on his shoulders, yeah. That's right above thing. his heart. That's, That's what he a does. One man right army. And it yep. looks like a one-man army. Cable yeah. needs to feel instantly threatening. And if you release the images like with paparazzi stuff, you don't have that threatening. This yeah. is instantly threatening. Yeah. yeah. And that's and, a great way to release it. And one thing with this, with how he's dressed, with the teddy bear, and it's all, you know, a deranged-looking teddy bear, like yeah. dragged through the mud teddy bear, you can feel the future that Cable came oh, from. Yes. A future that yes. produced this version of Cable. Yes. I kind of hope that we get that other version of Cable where he's oh, like, man. he's soft, and he's like, you know... With, you mean suburban, with hope? Like, suburban mm-hmm. cable. Su- suburban I, dad cable. I want to I see this and I want him to visit suburban dad cable. Because Brolin can play that. We know that. Yes. We know that man yes, can handle can. both sides. And now the most important part about both of these images. Covered in pouches. Mm-hmm. You cannot have too many pouches when you're talking about cable. And this image is I mean, pouch-tastic. He, this man does not want for pockets. No. no he has no. plenty of space. Whatever you need, he's got it on him. Uh, he is uh, 90s-tastic. Yes. He's like the most <laughs> 90s, like... Marvel character well, that's what that I, you can think that's of. That's what really. I tweeted like, like as soon as the image came out. I was like, I want thousands of just civilians to be mm-hmm. looking up cable and be like, what happened? And then what? And the technology. oh yeah, like it's yeah. insane. Yeah. So uh, if you don't know cable's history, I'm going to do my best to condense it for you. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Nathan Christopher Summers was born to Scott Summers and Madeline Pryor. Madeline Pryor at the time was a clone of Jean Grey, though no one else knew that. Uh, mm-hmm. She goes on to become the Demon Queen in a, a comic, uh, a storyline called Inferno. Never mind all of that. Just know that Nathan Christopher Summers was born and then uh, contracted the techno-organic virus. So he was sent to uh, an undisclosed future uh, where they hoped that he would be able to get that cured. Rachel Summers, a time-displaced uh, daughter of... Uh, Scott them and Jean Grey yeah. right. uh, uh, took him under her wing because she was fully grown at that point uh, when she discovered him brought him to a, a group called the Ascani who were like a future group of the X-Men they called him the Ascani son uh, she was the mother Ascani uh, and they helped raise him uh, but they made a clone of him just in case something went awry uh, Apocalypse got that clone named him Strife raised him for himself not the nicest guy not the nicest mm, guy no. uh, Strife then turns on his creator Apocalypse comes to the past to follow Cable to the past because Cable came to the past to stop a dystopic future uh, and that's where New Mutants finds him uh, by the way, all of that that I just told you came out in 1994, 1995 in the adventures of Jean, Cyclops and Jean, the I believe. The four-issue miniseries. Uh, the four-issue miniseries. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was all... Uh, that was a prequel created about five years after the introduction. The they initial introduction. They retroactively decided to make him the most complicated origin ever. He just <laughs> appeared and they're like, what if it makes no sense? Yes. No sense. Uh, and then it gets into the extinction agenda and that's where you discover that Strife is a clone but you still don't know the full story. Extinction agenda, by the way, great story. Go read it. Uh, it's one of the bigger X-Men stories of the 90s. Anyway, 
Uh, he's telekinetic, telepathic, but he has the techno-organic virus in his arm. That's where the silver comes from. It's actually not actually cybernetic when he first appears. Uh, he has to use his telepathy and telekinesis to keep the cyber, uh, the techno-organic virus from spreading to the rest of his body, which is why he's very low level of those things because he has to constantly keep the techno-organic like virus that part. right yeah. there. Such a cool I, thing. I kind of like at the... bay because otherwise he's like an omega level when he's yeah unleashed. he's he's an yeah. omega level when he's like you know what screw it let it take me over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know? you just think about how strong that virus is then. Yeah, exactly. It's it's rampant and really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Extinction Agenda, they infect Dr. Uh, or uh, Professor X with it. Anyway, that's all a lot of background that they're not going to do anything with uh, in the movie. Uh, <laughs> what they're most likely going to do in the movie is that he is a future, 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 future grandson of Scott and Jean, uh, who, uh, for whatever reason, has a little girl with him. I really think they're going to do Hope. And by the way, if you want the Hope saga, that is... Oh, Messiah Complex followed by Second Coming. Which is much more recent, 2008, 2009? It was like 2007, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, more a, it's there about. Yeah, yeah, that's a recent. And for one of the most badass cable stories ever, Extinction Agenda. Agreed. There all you the, go. And, and all the first ones we mentioned, Pouchtastic later on. Less pouches, still great yep. reads. Yep. Uh, so. And Deadpool Cable is a really fun run. If you want to just dive into Cable without all the complications, uh, Cable Deadpool is early enough Deadpool. He's not quite the fully formed character he is today, but it gives you a really good shape of what Cable is and, and their, their bromance hate. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry to give you uh, that blob, it's a lot. but uh, it's a lot. Yeah, He's that was very like, complicated. That was everything within, what, a minute 30? Yeah. yeah. And it I only mean, took 72 writers to do that originally. Yeah, there right? we go. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's, it's a bit unfair because I had a bit of a rehearsal on Screen Junkies today when they had me in to talk about Synced. cables. So, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, now I've got it down. I can do it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds confirmed that his uh, time travel origins, well, presumably, uh, in one of the tweets, the one with the... Uh, the, the the finger on his mouth. He said, "We all have that one grumpy, heavily armed uncle from the future." Premium cable hashtag Josh Brolin. So yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> but he said from the future, so we're all like, "Oh, is he from the future?" Puns for days. Premium yeah. cable. But he's totally from the future. I mean, he's I mean, that's an important aspect that, of the character. That is a very yeah. important aspect. As so. much as they need to get rid of, they need to keep that. Uh, yeah. yeah, totally agree. Um, TMZ recently shared a photo of Zazy. Zazy beats stunt double parachuting on the set while filming in Vancouver. We have a few other things too. I just don't know if we pulled images for him. Uh, there were some more set photos released today. Deadpool also parachuting for a de- yeah Deadpool, but gosh, she looks so badass. Yes, future cosplay there. Yeah, I, I love that she's doing her best Marquia impression there. It looks really good. <laughs> solid, solid work. Yeah, she's doing Marquia cosplay. It looks really good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's nothing Every that you can really image tell. Is but exciting. Yeah. yeah, they're they're more they're filming Deadpool again, guys. I this is the only movie I've ever followed paparazzi photos. I usually avoid them, but I'm yeah. so excited. Even like a second of ex- yeah. like I know this is happening now. <laughs> well, so this is, I've been following it with Z. If yeah. if I may, I think they probably staged their photo release. Oh, 100 percent They were like, you know we're what? We've been, we've been in the studio. Yeah. We're going outside. Let's There's gonna be paparazzi. Place. So here's Zay Zay Beats. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be filming this entire week outside. Right. Cool. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now there's paparazzi photos of like I think you're exactly right. But yeah. I think that they probably stage knowing that they're gonna get free press from the paparazzi. 100 percent Because you release they, the cable images and yeah. then six hours later, oh look, we're outside. What an amazing thing. Like the internet's helping them. Because yeah. their ad campaign can't like the first one's ad campaign was so strong because it was Ron Reynolds running rampant. Yeah. This one they're letting the paparazzi do the work for them, and then Ryan Reynolds can ramp it at the end. Like yeah. at the end, he can do his full push. We're already all excited. It's already going to make all the money. Yeah, it's already going to make like seven hundred, eight hundred million dollars worldwide, right. if not more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like God, Fox marketing. 
They're yeah, good. they're always killing it. They're good. I think Fox, with a comfortable lead, has the best marketing team yeah. for their their. Totally agree. Totally oh, agree. Goodness knows they've had enough uh, practice with it. So <laughs> reshape, restructure, reshape, restructure. Uh, so um, yeah, and I, I think that's all the pictures that we have, right? Uh, I don't think we have any more pictures of Deadpool to show. No, all right, we're going yeah. to the humans. Great. Uh, uh, Fox, I like how you structured that. Yeah, great. Uh, like, oh, super excited. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, like, before we leave Deadpool, Marquia, I, uh, Koi is the Deadpool guy. Okay. He's the. Am I the Inhumans person now? No, no. I refute no, you. You're that's still on me. That's still on me. I'll still take that heat. Um, <laughs> but do you have anything else you want to say about Deadpool, uh, Domino, or Cable before we move on? Uh, well, I'm excited for it. Uh, when is the release? February 20th? I don't think it's February. They got a summer release. It's a summer release. Yeah, they got a summer release. Oh, I got so used to Valentine's Day. They trust That's it now. okay. I've got Black Panther for Valentine's Day. Now it's not a risk. So that's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So, yeah, I'm excited with what they're going to do with this, especially because uh, they have the established characters. Like, they have Blind Al. We know that yeah, she's great. coming back. Uh, you've got this great interaction between uh, Zazie. I'm actually not sure how to say your name if this is... I, I just like saying Zay Zay. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I'm going to say Zazie right. until it's someone uh, corrects me. Feel free to correct me. Zazie. Yeah. I, I say things weird. Uh, but I like the interaction between her and Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds just already. Just that, that smile. Yeah. The smile in that one picture. It's just like, yeah. oh, they're he, having so much he fun. He earned that smile. Yeah. So he's he's doing things right. And yeah. I like this. Yeah. Or or perhaps uh, she earned the right to give him the smile. She, she. Okay, no. <laughs> no, no, no. She earned she the earned right her, to give. No, she smile? earned like she earned her own smile. She was like, "I made a good joke." Oh, That's how I mean it. Sorry, like, ha right. ha ha! I made a good joke. I'm I'm better than you. <laughs> cool, cool. I just I really like that they're having a good time on set yeah. together. That's actually pretty important to me. Like um, the actors in the Marvel universe really enjoying, yeah. you know, being a part of it because goodness knows, uh, you know, us fans were rabid. Yeah. So yeah, yeah please well, enjoy the and enjoy the love with us. Yeah, and when they're having fun, mm-hmm. uh, the movie's better. Yeah, it's just better. Well, you can tell. Is. You can tell. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Inhumans. Uh, cool. We talked about the Inhumans. It was great. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Uh, all right, <clears throat> there are fans of our show that really um, are excited for this this series and for uh, this uh, the the movie that's going to come out in September. It's little like right around a month away from being released uh but um and i'm glad that you're excited and but but please uh understand that uh we are hearing a lot of things about this show that it's not good um and uh i think that the kind of proof of that was at the television critics association this past week they did a panel the inhumans did a panel um, and the reporters were asking questions about the quality of the show, uh, quality of the series, quality of the effects. Uh, is that, like, is IMAX, like, are these effects IMAX standard? Are they up to that standard? Um, and Jeff Loeb and the cast kept kind of dodging the question. Uh, and it was then, the most political I've ever heard a TV uh, yeah, panel in my life. It yeah. sounded like a, like a White House correspondence daily, like where they're trying yeah. to like, well, you know, instead of talking about that, it's really it's about We're going to deflect to this. Is that an editorial question or is that a question? Yeah. Like, when he said yeah. that, I was like, geez. For, for, those, for those of you, those fans uh, that are really excited for this, uh, I invite you to go look up this this Television Critics Association thing. And by the way, Jeff Loeb's not 100% incorrect in what he's saying with, it's not 100% finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, you haven't seen the series yet. Yeah, you, but you, September 1st is right around September the corner. September 1st is pretty close, but they should be you know, pretty I'm, 
I'm not pretty damn rap by this point. I'm not saying that they're cramming for the final, but by this point, uh, mm-hmm. you're kind of yeah. cramming for the kinda final. Kind of cramming for the final. Mm. Um, I think it probably looks the best that it's going to look, and I think that that is falling short. And in fact, Sorinda Swan had something. She said, I, I, I didn't pull the quote, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, she said something along the lines of what we're doing with some of these effects and stuff has never been done before, and you don't get anywhere if you don't take risks. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not wrong. She's one hundred percent correct. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. But the fact that she's saying that is concerning. Is concerning because what she's basically saying is, no, we know it looks bad, but if we didn't take the first shot, if we didn't take the punch to the chin, then no one else would be able to do it better. Right. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I, I kind of just want you to do it really well. The like, trick, yeah, you know, I like would, I get that. But I want that IMAX money to go to you know good yeah, effects. Since exactly. we're not getting a movie, and we're getting we're not getting a movie. We're getting a we're series, getting eight episodes. Then yeah. I want I want those to be hard hitting. If it can't make it with the effects, then I want it with the acting and the writing. And yeah. that starts with the writing. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much that actors can do with what they're presented. Exactly. And there's only so much you uh, know awesome writing can do if the actors aren't cast properly for yeah. the parts. Yeah. So it comes to acting and writing if you don't have If you don't have if you're effects. misfiring on either one of those and like from what uh our friend John Armstrong was saying last week it's just like the dialogues brutal. It's the inhuman's drinking game. It's like you know, like well, we don't want to do that. I know yeah. that hair is the hardest thing to animate because of the the sheer quantity of individual sure. things, and I know sure. that like Medusa's hair is the biggest problem I have because it's her and, I, and like power set. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, because it's her power set. Like, it's, it's not, like, not like getting little... Wolverine's claws right, right, which yeah, they did in Wolverine Origins, and it looked awful. That's, so, like, that's and a everyone, fact. And everyone <laughs> yeah, called them out for it. Like, yes. that's you don't ignore the power set problem. So I know electrifying get... toads. Yeah, this was a thing that everyone had a problem with. And but if you look <laughs> at movies like Zootopia, that movie had entire teams for hair. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that movie looked great. Those were 100% animated, and they looked like real hair. Mm-hmm. We have the technology at this point. If you can't do it right, don't do it. Okay, so, but- like, that's why this... I don't... And then people being upset at us for being upset, like, I just don't think I want to see characters that... If you love these characters, you don't want to see them mistreated. No. But I also think it isn't fair to compare it to any movies, because movie budgets are completely mm-hmm. different. You know, mm-hmm. movie is completely different so from made TV. A movie. Yeah, well, I think we all I'm just not going to forget that, it. But... <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I, I am saying, you know, by TV standards, I'm just I'm judging it on that. And I I'm OK with I'm not OK. I can understand if effects aren't there, mm-hmm. but I will not understand if writing and acting isn't there. Yeah. And that's what and, I'm saying. And I, I'm I'm I feel like I'm going through like the five stages of grief. You're in acceptance now with with Inhumans and Scott Buck, mm-hmm. because like at first it was, oh, my God, like you got Scott he did. They didn't know how bad that was reviewed. Like he was yeah, on like, the show before Iron Fist came out. Yeah, and like so, like like when he first, so when he was first announced, I was like, oh my god, Iron Fist must be amazing because they just gave him mm. Inhumans. Yeah. Then Iron Fist came out, and I was like, ooh, he has Inhumans. Yeah. Oh, this guy. Well, people ooh, already kind of felt that way from him with Dexter. I mean, you see, I know, for I, him being on Iron Fist in the first so place. In the like I watched like the first season of Dexter. I didn't see anything past that, so I, I was like, I oh, Dexter's it fun. Through. It's okay. I watched uh, it through. There's, there's, um, there's, there's merit with shift. what some people were saying with sure. like the, the tonal shift that happened. Sure. So, uh, but I, I'm to a point now with Scott Buck where I just feel bad for him. Hmm. Like because You're a nice I, guy, man. I know. Well, and here's the thing. Like it takes a lot of work to be oh, a yeah, TV 100%, 100%. writer, yeah. and it takes a, even more work and even more experience and even more busting your ass to become a showrunner on two very high-profile shows for a very high-profile studio. And this poor guy's name is synonymous The dude with... has mm. put in his work and yeah. time, and he's proven himself 
to be a competent showrunner and mm-hmm. a writer. And then Iron Fist comes out, and it's like, oh, what happened? And then Inhumans comes out, and it's somehow it's getting even worse, re- like initial reviews and looks, yeah. and even worse buzz than Iron Fist was. And this doesn't even have any of the, you know, sort of like uh, uh, missed chances with like casting a different race. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Danny Rand could have been a Lose great Stan. American <laughs> Asian, like Asian yeah. American. That would have been amazing. Yeah, and, and you know, so it was just. Louis Tan is, he would have been such a great Danny Rand. He would have been great. Yeah, but I mean, um, with things, I mean, we kind of saw some of this with when he took over Dexter. I mean, like you said, you watched season one. It's um, it's this different interpretation of characters. It's like, it's that he does, where it's like everybody likes to use the term grounded, and then there's too grounded. This is, it's, it goes, it goes to the point of being grounded to the point where it's unimaginative to me. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it's a different skill set mm-hmm. for doing a comic book property. Yeah. And it just, it's, for me, it's apparent that his skill set isn't as strong as others when it comes to mm-hmm. this. Have you guys seen Langoliers? It's a Stephen King movie. Yes! From yes. You remember how good the writing was? There's so much tension <laughs> and pressure and you just felt and you were in the, it and you were... You were and the then effects the are not there in this in this instance. But that's yeah. what I'm saying is once but, the effects were there, you're like, but I'm still scared because yeah. of how good the writing is. So yeah, the Langoliers wanna, are coming. You can't blame just special effects for those feeling bad. So yeah. my point is yeah. like... If they didn't have the budget, that's fine. But the writing needs to be good enough by the time you make it that you get langoliered. You're still afraid. Yeah. And Sliders, great show on sci-fi. That's a TV show. <laughs> Sliders was great. <laughs> Effects were awful. Yeah, but you watch the hell out of Sliders. Yeah. So that's my For thing. The is like, yeah. yeah, you need the writing mm-hmm. to be good enough that you can carry. This I mean, hair. even like the first, yeah. like the, the that Eccleston season mm-hmm. and the first yeah, season of so, Tenet of, yeah. on Doctor Who. It's like the effects are there. But some of the creature effects, some of the makeup effects, mm-hmm. a little weird. But it's it. like, yeah. but this, this is, is amazing. Who. It's Doctor Who. Like, yeah. screw whatever. You got, like, you got it, character. You got actors. You got situations. Yeah, yeah, Even so. when the budget runs out and then they're grounded on Earth for a bit, you still have great it's, writing. And the yeah. gifted's going to have moments where the CGI is not going to look great. But if the writing's as good as the reviews are starting you to come out, it. we're going to be in. You forgive it. Yeah. yeah. So That's where I'm at with it. Uh, I, I'm on the same page as the fans who are excited for this. In that, I want to like it. I want to be proven wrong more than mm-hmm. anything. But this TCA thing, uh, Armstrong last week talking mm-hmm. about what he saw at Comic Con, every all the footage that we've seen, it just isn't adding up. And like, mm-hmm. you know, we're in Hollywood. We have our ears a little bit closer to the yeah. ground than than a lot of people do, uh, which yeah, is why we do our show. But right. And you know, we're I, not do, hearing I do. I do. Stuff. I do want to stop saying Scott Buckstone. Scott Buck's name so much and think about who it is that hired him Jeff for Loeb. both of those. Mm-hmm. Right, Jeff Loeb. So, yeah, so Jeff Loeb. Um, <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, not to not to dump on Jeff Loeb, mm-hmm. but uh, he came into Marvel TV when Avengers Assemble was on the cartoon, and he's the one who made it to. No, I think it was Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. And it ran for two seasons, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched the first couple episodes, and it was like, well, this is the new best thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> I have to agree with you, Matt. I love, Thank you, Matt. I love that show. Oh, I love Anthony. that show yeah, so dude, right? I'm it was so, so sad good. It, was two seasons. it got two seasons, then Jeff Loeb came in, and it was like, we're scrapping it, and we're doing uh, Avengers Assemble. And I was oh, like, oh, okay. But th- I think the ratings are good, and the writing is amazing. Why not let and like, yeah. let it hmm. continue. And then he made it uh, Avengers Assemble, which isn't good. So like I I kind of I agree with you there too. <laughs> Thank you, Aunt Anthony. It was not that great. Yeah. Uh, so I think that the biggest <laughs> problem with Marvel TV 
uh, is as good as a writer as Jeff Loeb can be in terms of comics mm-hmm. and like in everything else he does. He's not a bad writer. I just think that he uh, is making some poor decisions and maybe the ego of Netflix and everything else kind of went to his head and he's now kind of like, I can do no wrong. I'm going to do Inhumans with Scott Buck. What? What? Yeah. Now everyone's like, no, you did wrong. That's real bad. What? No, that's, that's good. You best, guys just haven't seen it yet. Best case scenario, mm-hmm. this is the first misstep and it and it shows yeah. us to be more patient, take our time and make like quality yeah. so we don't lose. Yeah, exactly. And research. like maybe... Second got, misstep, but yeah. That yeah. that second week of September after we've seen it, I really want to come in here and say, guys, we I were really wrong. Wanna, I really want we that were wrong, to happen. And we've learned our lesson. Be, we're never yeah. going to speak before we've seen something. We're gonna I see would some... love to be wrong with this. Yeah. I would yeah. love. But so, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. Second week of September, y'all. Yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, all that being said, there's a quote saying that this is still a work in progress. We're really down to the wire on some of the special effects. Uh, the special effects are not necessarily the problem. <laughs> we want a good story and some good characters, and it seems like maybe. Anyway, all right. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5 will premiere sooner than expected. You want to know why? Probably because uh, ABC's like, ooh, Inhumans. <laughs> uh, so here's so it was going to come out in uh, January, I believe, mm-hmm. maybe oh, I February. Yeah, it, uh, it is now... Um, it's going to come out right. It's going to come on right after Inhumans. As soon as the eight episodes of Inhumans is done, then Shield will begin. That puts it somewhere around November. So they're moving wow, it up by like two months. Why? Why wait? Just have it come on right after Inhumans. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Just do that. <laughs> uh, before we lose our entire audience, let's bring Agents of Shield back. It hasn't been the best show, but it's got five seasons. Uh, oh, guys, I'm sorry tweet- to be. You're gonna get some tweets about that. <laughs> I'm sorry to be negative. ABC Marvel just it doesn't work for me. Like I like Shield. It's a fun show, but it's not great, and it yeah. could be, and that's what frustrates me. So I, I, um, I'm gonna reserve opinion on that because I've only seen a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. and I, I, one of them was when a senator was killing her brother on a oh, helicopter, yeah. and yeah. I was like, whoa, that was last season. And then there was like LMD, and like it was. See, it was see cool. when Shield, when Shield works yeah it's a great show the problem is that they have like four episodes of filler and then like two oh my god shows and then four episodes of filler and what just happened Um, so like i'm i'm the wrong person to talk to you about that because i'm a sailor moon fan and there's like entire seasons that are filler filler. yeah i think because america just did that up somewhere for a spirit bomb well that's that's (laughs) no 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 nobody's i was like oh my god they'll have like five episodes where he's just charging meanwhile while goku's charging uh yeah so um yeah agents of shield like what I like about that show what I feel like they do right is they take risks from time mm-hmm. to time they'll be like no we just killed that character oh Grant Ward by the way he's been a bad guy this entire season like it's those kind of things where it's like oh my god why like that's awesome nice. but I wish that they did more of that more often oh, okay so that's all because cool. it could be it could be amazing so. speaking of great shows Jessica Jones Jessica Jones yes uh, so uh, uh, Arrow alum J.R. Ramirez is uh, joining Jessica Jones season two. Uh, he's playing a devoted single father who moves into Jessica's building as the new superintendent while his young son becomes enamored with Jessica and her powers. Oscar keeps his distance, worrying about the trouble that follows. Uh, Melissa Rosenberg, the showrunner, says J.R. is an incredible addition to our, ta- our cast, bringing complex and subtle emotion and humor. He exudes warmth, edge, and intelligence and blends perfectly with our tone. I don't think that he's necessarily a comic book character especially with jessica jones like she's yeah that's such a new title and it's yeah. like so mm-hmm. freeform yeah, yeah so i uh i think that he's probably just a dude uh, Name but cool. oscar yeah but i do he's an oscar dude uh i do think that there will be a romance there 
Oh. It sounds like it. The way they described him as warm, yeah. well, age, intelligence, lexer power. Yeah. You know, since Luke has uh, Claire and his mm-hmm. own little series mm-hmm. going on, then mm-hmm. yeah, Jessica needs, Jessica needs, you know, yeah. a nice dad nice without dad. a power set. And it's not, it's not going to be Iron Fist. That makes no sense. Hey, maybe he gets captured and he's injected with something to oh. then have powers. And maybe. He can't yeah. handle it. We don't know, Ooh, but uh, he's, he's a handsome yeah. guy. But uh, he uh, he played Wildcat, I believe, in season three or four Ooh, of Arrow. I think it might nice. be three, yeah. Uh, Marvel's Defenders early reviews are strong. Uh, eight, it's an eight-episode series, uh, and right now it's currently sitting at 80%. Beautiful. Oh, nice. I'm very yeah. excited. Super uh, solid. Now, uh, caveat, mm. uh, reviewers have only seen four episodes. So for all we know, That's the half. last four episodes are terrible. Possible. Could be. Could but, be. But, you know... We've been wanting Thinking a tighter history. season, and Ford is half now at this yeah. point. Yeah. That's a lot of the yeah. show. It, like, it's it's half, it's like about the 60% of a normal season order, mm-hmm. and they've got four strong characters. Right. I, I'm not worried about Defenders at all, personally. Right. Ten days? Yeah, no, neither am I. Dude, I know. I, I watched that right before the burn. I know. Wait, is that the 18th that that's coming out? I believe so. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, Defenders will also bring out an entirely different Electra. Uh, Elodie Young speaking with comicbook.com at San Diego Comic Con said one day you die in the arms of your loved one and I was a kind and I was kind of a good person at the end of Daredevil and then I come back here and I'm going to be in other arms this time and everything is going to be everything is going to go more dark and violent for me so it's just interesting to know that I will be able to play the same character but at the same time a character who completely forgets who she was and had to build from there it's exciting it was just brand new everything was new so Speaking of dark and violent, I have to go TV fight, so I will... Wait, are you serious? It's three, I gotta be there at 3.30. Oh, shoot. Sorry, right. I, I wanted to talk about cable so much, I couldn't leave that to you guys. Uh-huh. Fair enough. All right. All right. I love you guys, uh, I'll see you soon. All right, bye. So, yeah, and then uh, Elodie Jung uh, went on to talk about her character going through different alignments, saying, you know, I think in both of those versions, I don't think she's... 100% good or 100% bad. And that's what I like about Electro. She's a complex woman and we all have goodness and bad things in us. And I enjoyed playing both. So Who doesn't? Right? I mean, that's it's one amazing. of the things. If I uh, get my wrestling training just right, it's like, am I going to be a heel or am I going to be a face? Because <laughs> there's so much fun with both of them. Uh, well, <laughs> you certainly got the face. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, come on, I here. like Stop. Stop it. Stop giving me compliments. Uh, that's my impression of Marquia. That's how she sounds to me. That's, I'm, just, that's I'm just kidding. That's, that's, not, that's not true at all. It uh, kind of sounds like your, uh, your comic book voice where, where you're <laughs> not writing for comics. I'm not writing for comics. Uh, <laughs> Runaway Season 1 won't have a singular villain. This is exciting. Uh, and I, I think pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Stephanie Savage, uh, who is uh, one of the showrunners, uh, talking to IGN said, obviously the parents are the villains in some regard mm-hmm. uh, for the entirety of season, I, I, I assume is what she means. That's the premise. But I think what we want to be able to do is delve into those characters and realize that everybody is kind of flawed, perhaps, but that there are no cliched mustache twirling bad guys who are just out for world domination. Uh, she then goes on to say, kids rebel and don't always want to listen to their parents. And sometimes it's because they shouldn't. And parents do things because they think they know better or they're looking out for their kids' best interests, whether or not they're right or they share the same values as their kids. So, uh, family yeah. show. It's yeah. a show about I like mean, a family this, uh, fighting with each other. This isn't anything out of the you know, out of the norm for what we've been talking about with mm-hmm. Runaways. We mm-hmm. know that each of the parents are their own supervillains. Like, yeah. they're part of a supervillain, uh, what's what's the term, Kadra? Uh, uh, cabal. 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 Yeah, Cabal. 
So, yeah, we knew that there wouldn't be one uh, unless they go there, but I'm not going to do spoilers. Yes, yeah, yeah, don't for, do don't do spoilers. That do is that. a huge spoiler. I know, so I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to say anything. Not say anything. I'm gonna but say yeah, that. we we knew that there uh, that there would be an amazing amount of um, interplay between yeah. like trying to figure out, oh, my parent is a supervillain, I'm their kid, and mm-hmm. then there's the normal rebellion, but then there's also, I'm on the side of right. Right? 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 Yeah, well, but who knows? The show must go on. <laughs> I, I also think that a big part, God, I never get tired of looking at that picture. That's such, so well cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably what's going to end up happening is the protagonists are their own antagonists. Like, the kids are fighting with each other the mm-hmm. entire time they're running away. They don't get along. That's Even in the comic books, they they've are got, constantly... They've kind, got like, tension. I think, yeah, I mean, know. they get along. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Really speaking, they get along, but, but there's, there's tension for who's the leader, what's the right decision. Like, yeah. like, you're wrong, I'm right, our parents aren't this, maybe they're not that bad, maybe we're the ones that are wrong. It's that sort of tension. Yes, indeed. You know, so... Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to uh, let's move on to Guardians. What do you think? Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, James Gunn Guardians is always. teasing Adam Warlock's uh, casting, saying uh, so. In an interview with IGN, he was asked point blank whether McConaughey was approached to play the cosmic hero. <laughs> Here's his answer: No. Listen, I mean, I think McConaughey would be too old for the role. Adam Warlock is basically a baby because he is just being born. Hey, Ollie. Hey. Hey. It's the new Koi. Hey. I, I love that you came in like... Oh, are you coming in too? Oh, no, no. Because I unplugged it. Oh, okay. Oh, you're just, you're just getting... Moving that screen. Oh, okay. Zoom. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. I love that you came you're in like... You're like James Bond like, right now. Make it, like, like oh, shushing so us good. and then tripped over the yeah. microphones. It was epic, baby. Am I fired? No, you're no, so not fired. No, we love you. No, I, you can sit in if you want. Uh... <laughs> So he said, Adam Warlock is basically, basically a baby because he is just being born. I get a lot of people giving me a lot of ideas of Adam, for Adam Warlock online, but that guy is 65 years old. How is that going to be Adam Warlock? He's a baby. I got David Bowie all the time before David passed. Oh. God, but David Bowie's oh, Adam David Warlock would have been amazing. Bowie. Oh, man. He was such a great Tesla. Oh, God. Right? He was such a great so, Bowie. Yeah, Bowie was like the a, best Bowie. He was Bowie. the best Bowie. Like, if, if you're a Bowie, I'm sorry. You're number two. Oh, man. Like, like Prince was the best Prince. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I think Matt, uh, Matthew McConaughey would be an amazing Adam Warlock, but that's... Here, here, I did not put keep this uh, article in here to bash on McConaughey. I think right. McConaughey is no, an no, incredible no. actor. I saw, I saw him in Dark Tower. Is Dark Tower good? I haven't seen him. Uh, Dark Tower was... Dark, Dark Tower series is so thick. It's, you know, it's hard it's such to condense thick, into a movie. Yeah. So yeah. they made it into... Uh, it's, a, it's a YA movie. And then instead of doing it through the perspective of Roland, they did yeah. it through the perspective of Jake, like the kid. Sure. And I don't really understand why they did that. But there's a lot of cool action sequences. Okay. You know, so cool. I think under a you know new director or something, could they could they could okay. try continuing that series. Okay. I saw reboot, but keep Idris Elba. Yeah, oh, Idris yeah. Elba for everything, forever, always. Yes, always um, Idris. So it, I, I didn't want to keep that in there for the McConaughey bashing or whatever. I think McConaughey's yeah. great. I kept it in there because it gives us an idea mm-hmm. of the character that Gunn is creating for Adam Warlock. Yeah. He's, uh, he's young. He's new. He's a bit like maybe Baby Groot or Vision, <laughs> even where Vision was like, 
uh, I'm a bit new to this. I well, I you know, I was born yesterday. They're like that great line of the end of Age, Age of Aww. Ultron. Um, I think that is kind of what they're looking for, and they're obviously looking for someone younger. So I don't know if that means adolescent or if that means like young man, like 21, 22 years old. But it seems like that's kind of where they're looking, and that's where they're making that character. And I, I think that's where the humor is going to come from. Is I'm uh, a bit innocent and naive. Yeah, I think they just need an actor that can go there with the vulnerability. Yeah. Like, believable vulnerability. Yeah. But they also want the uh, the suaveness that a, a McConaughey type yeah. can bring to it. Yeah, exactly. Which, which I understand, but I, I'm thinking McConaughey type is in, you know, his delivery so much as his, not so much his appearance. Yeah. That's where I'm thinking with it. Uh, well, s- still speaking of Adam Warlock, uh, during a recent Facebook Q&A, he was asked if Adam had already been cast, and his answer was, I have never even said, said Adam is going to be in volume three. We certainly haven't begun casting for the film. So so uh, that's a whole lot of calm down. That's a whole Simmer lot of... down now. Shh, shh, I'm not even done with the script. Just... Yeah. It's like, hush. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be... Just, it's going to be awesome. Hush. Just, just let it wash over it's you. Like, know? Just let it's it happen. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Just let it happen. Uh, so uh, Ollie and Aunt Anthony, I need to apologize to you because I threw this in last minute. Uh, we got a, a quick silver and black update on oh. casting and story. Okay. Uh, I'm. I don't have any quotes because I wrote it in here by hand. I'm going to summarize essentially what that hashtag show said. That hashtag show Please. came out saying that they believe they have uh, some more information on the mm-hmm. story and the characters. Uh, essentially, uh, Black Cat starts the entire movie. Black Cat, by the way, Felicia Hardy is a, a master thief, similar to Catwoman, though uh, she has a power that is uh, she can give you bad luck. Like yeah. if anyone around her has like a pistol's misfire, uh, you fall off a ledge, you know, the yeah. roof caves in or whatever, you know, uh, wood falls on top of your head and knocks you unconscious. Like yeah. she has that. She can't control what happens to you. It's just whatever you're trying to do won't happen. Yeah. It, she, uh, it, uh, it will affect you. Yeah, you know, her, white hair, deep cleavage. <laughs> perfect name. Uh, <laughs> but um, so she starts it all off. She steals something presumably from uh, the villain of the film, the antagonist named Mendel Strom. Uh, Mendel Strom was, uh, he's the guy who created the green goblin gas that turned Norman Osborn insane. Uh, Norman Osborn, uh, stole it from him, put Mendel Strom in jail. Mendel Strom got out of jail and had a vendetta against Norman Osborn, which immediately made him a bad guy to Spider-Man. Uh, not because Spider-Man is like, no, please don't take out green goblin. I would love for you to do that, but you're yeah. trying to kill him and that's not the right way. That's not the right thing to do. So you got two bad guys fighting each other. Uh, you know, hoping to kill each other, uh, which immediately makes him, you know, you're going to kill someone, you're Spider-Man's bad guy, uh, enemy. Uh, but uh, he also goes on to become a character named the Robot Master and then Gaunt. He has his consciousness sort of like similar to Arnim Zola, transferred to Robot. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's Mendelstrom. He apparently is experimenting on the people of Simcaria. That's where Silver Sable is from. Uh-huh. Uh, her father, Ernst, I think it's like Sylvania or yeah, Sylvaria. She's, she's or like a like James that. Bond type. Yeah, very, she's very much a badass. Yeah, she's very much a James Bond badass who has her own team of mercenaries mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> called the Wild Pack. Uh, and uh, so yeah. Black Cat steals something, presumably from Strom. Strom immediately goes after Black Cat, sending Tarantula and Scorpion after her. Uh, I think maybe a couple other organizations are t- chasing Black Cat for the same thing that she stole, whatever it is that she stole. But more importantly, Silver Sable is after Black Cat. She captures her, 
and then has to keep her safe from the pursuers once it, they discover they're both kind of on the same side, even though they're maybe trying to do different things with it. Yeah. And then keeping in mind that everything around uh, Black Cat goes wrong when mm-hmm. Silver Sable's trying to help her, then... Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. That's like actually a good point. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Uh, so, uh, that's it for Silver and Black. There's no... Like, that's yeah, all be. rumor. Maybe it's true. That hashtag show is uh, pretty on the spot, though. Yeah, nice. So I think that's kind of probably what's going to happen with it. Uh, And now um, we don't have Black Panther news, (laughs) but I just wanted to take a moment to look at a picture of Black Panther. This is the picture that Ollie chose for us. Thank you, Ollie. Yeah, it's it's the one (sighs) where (laughs) it's the one where T'Challa is sitting, uh, very powerful in the throne. It's just that first poster that was released. Kind of like a PlayStation Two video game cover. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. you know, and not gonna lie, I'm gonna play that game. Oh, if yeah. I saw this, oh, man. I would play that game. Oh, man. Play the, yeah. play the hell but out that's, of that game. That's what it is. But that's the image that we're showing, iTunes <laughs> listeners. Sorry that you can't see it. Uh, yes. But uh, yeah. And the circle throw. There's legitimately no Black Panther news. I just, I didn't want to do a show where I didn't at least say, hi, Black Panther. You look great. Yes. Yes, uh, they do. Oh, my God. That trailer. God, Marquia, why oh, you I know. Not I've I've seen it. Uh, Dark Tower had it as uh, one of the previews yeah, before, the teaser, and the two though. the two friends is the teaser. Yeah, it was the teaser. It's just like badoosh. But the two friends that I was with hadn't seen it in theaters yet, oh. so they were like, "Ah!" Oh. I'm like, "Yeah!" And you like guys high five <laughs> like, and started five. making out, and it was just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Wait, what? What do <laughs> you do with your friends? <laughs> you don't make out with all your friends. <laughs> Uh, Avengers Infinity Brittany, War. <laughs> come check your hubby. <laughs> oh, she knows. She does it. Uh, I'm just kidding. None of that is true. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> Avengers 3 and 4 will have some intense stakes. Um, so the Russos essentially said, we like stakes. We believe in stakes for these movies. We fight for stakes on these films. And I think people should be prepared for a very intense experience in both Avengers 3 and Avengers 4. And they should be prepared for some pretty big surprises. I don't know what that means. Scrolls. I mean, yes. scrolls. Yeah, well, I'm going to get to Avenger, my Avengers 4 theory. Okay. I've got to... Then I'll, I'll, I'll save mine for... No, no, that. no. It's no, no, it's, but... it's, it's basically just a couple of uh, keywords where I'm like, scrolls, death. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, everyone's going to die. Everyone's going to die and then be brought back to life somehow. Yeah, Secret Wars. Uh, Emily Van Camp also... Battle World. Like, I legit... Oh, my God, Battle World would be the best. <laughs> if they did Secret Wars, oh, my God. I would, like kill myself and watch it as a ghost I'd be like, War this Hulk. is the only way to watch this movie is as a ghost from the beyond uh, I wouldn't kill myself don't do that kids no uh, I, I kind of don't know what to make of that quote except this movie is going to be huge and there's a lot of stakes so yes um, pretty and, big surprises you know <laughs> bring bring the the handkerchiefs you know get two popcorns mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, bring coca-cola or whatever yeah, it's gonna caffeine it's going to be a long movie, be a long, long movie. so uh, bring like a barbecue grill, cook some hamburgers. Yes. You know, have you're going to be in sandwiches. there for a while. Yeah. Have some sandwiches. And make sure that you have a pickle rig. <laughs> pickle rig. Pickle rig. God damn. Oh my God, that show. <laughs> I want to be uh, that good. Uh, all right. Emily Van Camp on whether or not Sharon Carter will appear on the Avengers Infinity War. Uh, Deadline talked to her about uh, the possibility of a cameo or anything else in Infinity War when she was at the, the TCA press. And she said, no idea. With Marvel, they can give you a call the day before you shoot. You don't know what's going on with their movies because they're very secretive. Uh, then she goes on to say, but if you want me in it, let them know. So yeah. maybe she'll be in it. I think it would be a shame to not have her, especially after everything that happened with her in Civil War. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, Sharon Carter. Cool. Yeah. I wouldn't hate it. 
No, wouldn't I wouldn't hate, hate it. it. I, I liked I liked that character a lot. Uh, speaking of characters yeah, that I like uh, so, a so, lot, something real quick in the yeah. in the chat room they keep bringing bringing it up. Uh, Disney has decided to pull us movies from Netflix. This isn't really a Marvel really? issue, but they're discussing in the chat room. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. and they're going to do their own service and bundle it with uh, ESPN or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, no, I mean they they own ESPN. Yeah, so, so they're they're doing that, and it's and I'm huh. like, oh, I'm sad because you know uh, one of the reasons why I. Uh, you know, I subscribe to Netflix mm-hmm. is because of the variety and then yep. because Luke Cage defenders, uh-huh. <laughs> you yeah. know, yes. Punisher. Yes. yes. Uh, Jessica Jones, too. Yes. yes. So it's sad that Disney would leave, but it wouldn't change my variety that much. No, you know I mean? no. And like I, I own the DVDs. Like I'm not. That that is frustrating though, because yeah. for a lot of people, that's it's the only like way they can really watch it. It's like their version of putting stuff in the vault, and I never agreed with that. I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. Stop so, doing that, Disney. Yeah. Stop. Stop creating false demand. That's not yeah. right. Let us watch your movies. <laughs> uh, well, Evangeline Lilly is a jack. Jacked. Oh my jacked god! Look, like up. I like love what are, this. she's just like like it's wrapping like, her wrists or something, and she's just like, it's like "Oh, good girl, you do the do." <laughs> yeah, the, do you the need, do. You do the do. You need those arms. You know yeah. why? Because you're a superhero, and superheroes look like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She looks. She, she could kick every ass in this building. Yeah, like without breaking Except a sweat. Except for me, because I'm sneaky, girl. Because well, know, yeah, I mean, you're Misty Knight. Gonna... <laughs> you're, you're Domino Knight. Uh, Domino Knight. Oh, Domino wow. Knight. And that's the mixed cosplay that I should do. Yeah, do cosplay it. Do fusion it, like, have right the, there. Have the Domino the, Knight. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh, she looks like, and I, I don't mean this in like a oh, she looks good. She, oh my God, she looks oh, yeah. like good. Like she, she's buff. She's huge. Yeah, like I she's feel like a she's, hero. Like competent i feel you know i feel confident in her yeah yeah you know that's and that's that's where it's coming from with me no and she was great in the first ant-man like it was Mm -hmm. like my biggest my biggest gripe with the first ant-man was that she couldn't be the wasp then it's like no make a let her be the wasp just a bit yeah let her help i should finish that movie (laughs) yeah you should it's a good movie it's a fun movie oh it was so bro it was so broke for me little at, bro, at the beginning, uh, so I didn't get past it. I I have it. Uh, so. Yeah, so she says, Wasp ready arms, they better be. First official day of shooting for me is tomorrow, which I believe uh, is uh, Monday or, or today. So, um, so yeah. God, yeah, I can't wait I to like see. What, I can't wait to see what they do with her. Uh, all right, Captain Marvel details indicate Marvel and retro costume make might make appearances. This comes from our friends over at the MCU Exchange. Um. So let me, uh, so I'm going to save this bit for later. Sorry, I should have prepared this a little bit more. So we know the Kree. So according, this is all according to MCU Exchange, everything I'm about to say. They uh, know the Kree will have a large presence in the film. According to the source, the film will absolutely include the Kree hero Marvel. Ooh. The original Captain Marvel. So Ooh. OG Captain Marvel, Marvel, spelled M-A-R-V-E-L-L. Background on him. He is a Kree war hero. He is a um, pink Kree. Most of the Kree are blue. So uh, he is a a, a different skin variety of Kree uh, who is uh, uh, oft times looked down upon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, he comes to Earth with a lot of other Kree, especially uh, Yon-Rog, I believe is the name. Uh, And Yon-Rog is jealous of the love that Marvel has. Anyway, you know what? We don't need... (laughs) Sorry. Don't need any of that. That is background you don't need. All you need to know is he comes to Earth... Uh, with a, a Kree battalion and is sent to Earth to infiltrate it um, and see, like test, like see just how spacefaring 
and how much of a threat they are to the rest of the galaxy, to mm-hmm. the to the Kree Empire. Um, and uh, what? Uh, I, so I think that they're going to do that here. Uh, so, sorry, I'm getting my thoughts together, and I apologize. Yeah. No, that's fine. So here's what I think is going to happen, and I want you to chime in and tell me where you think I'm wrong. Okay. So, uh, Feige said that they're doing the Kree Scroll War, right? Like basically. he's he's basically said basically, the, the Kree yeah. Scroll War is a is a large part of the background for this right, film right in 90s and then he won't really say anything else yeah and uh, the the Scroll are the primary antagonists yes from so, what I can gather so here's what I think is going on instead of Marvel coming to Earth to ascertain uh, our spacefaring nuclear capabilities are we a threat to the rest of the galaxy or whatever else I think he's coming to Earth because the Scrolls are here and he knows the Scrolls are already here doing their best to manipulate humanity into fighting their war to secure another planet for Kree. Okay. To fight against the Kree with the Skrulls. Okay. So I think Marvell and his team, maybe including Yon Rog, uh, come to Earth to f- root out the Skrulls. So I think that uh, Mar- we will see Marvell on Earth. He meets Captain Carol Danvers uh, in the Air Force as they're trying to root out the the scrolls with Nick Fury with Nick Fury with human Nick Fury with, with human Nick Fury yeah uh, and uh, I think that that's where the movie starts I think that's kind of the primary start is the Kree and the scroll have been fighting for millennia mm-hmm. they've now come to Earth the Kree are coming here to make sure the scrolls don't claim Earth protect keep Earth safe what makes Earth so special I mean they're I, everywhere it could be just like it's a good staging outpost it's sort of like when yeah. I would just when like I would, you know and I, I love this over, I would just you know I would want a, a reason if we're going to take away the seafaringness sure. of it then I would just want a reason for because you know scrolls are scrolls are scrolls they're yeah. everywhere yeah. so I would just want a really great concrete reason for him to particularly come to this planet I don't disagree Yeah, I don't disagree and maybe it's a one scroll in particular maybe there's like maybe a, a scroll, I like this like uh uh Sort the of, one that Nick Fury becomes? Yeah, the one that Nick Fury becomes. <laughs> like a sort of like scroll captive that escapes Kree custody yeah. or something like that. So they come to hunt him down or something like that. I like uh, that. They can, they'll, they can make up a <laughs> scroll because I believe that Fox is still holding on to Kalert, all of the... the super scroll, yeah. Yeah, they're still holding on to super scroll. So they can, they can make up one. They can make instance. up some, yeah. yeah. Um, but for some reason why they have to come to Earth. Yeah, you're particular. right. You're right. Why, why are they having to come to Earth? Yeah. Um, so... Let's see. Uh, uh, also, they are claiming that uh, we should expect to see some version of the Psyche Magnetron. Go, Psyche Magnetron. It's the only way you can say it. Uh, so the Psyche Magnetron is how Carol Danvers, Ms. Marvel, gets her powers to become Ms. Marvel. Uh, Jan Rog is trying to uh, defeat the Earth with this thing called the Psyche Magnetron, which I, may, I think it's... Something like, it turns imagination into something real. <laughs> something weird and fantastic like that. Yeah, Note, Psyche, Magnetron. Magnetron, yeah. Yes. Uh, and Marvell stops it, uh, but in the process creates an explosion. He, and though he is able to save Carol Danvers from that explosion, in saving her, somehow the explosion fuses her human DNA with Kree, alien mm-hmm. DNA, thus creating the hero that goes on to become Ms. Marvel and later Binary in the X-Men comics and then mm-hmm. later again Ms. Marvel and then eventually Captain Marvel. So, yes. Um, uh, after she takes that away from Captain Marvel, uh, also known as Spectrum, if you're yeah, nasty. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're nasty. Uh, <laughs> uh, furthermore, uh, her half-Cree, half-human DNA is going to be used to explain why she hasn't aged since her disappearance. 
because it's I like that. 25 years ago. Um, there we go. She should be 25 years older. Just look at me. That's what 25 years older does. Uh, do we know for a fact that they're not going to age her at all? Uh, I don't suppose we do. Yeah, but it makes sense for but them not to. But it makes sense because for of them the... not to. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I am very excited for this movie, and I think that's exa- I think what they're going to do is... Uh, like, it's got to be the Kree Scroll War. There's got to be a scroll invasion already underway. The Kree come to stop it, and then the list Carol Danvers in some capacity mm-hmm. to do that, along with Nick Fury. Yeah. Um, the question is, how long has Nick Fury been a scroll by the time <laughs> we see him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how uh, long? The the question for me is more: w- what scrolls are left after the events of Captain Marvel? That then play into the future of the Marvel Ooh. Cinematic it's Universe. Like who's a scroll? It's like, like you're a scroll, scroll and you're yeah. a scroll. Yeah, right. Ooh. So now here's the theory that I'm kind of cooking up. Okay. Okay. Uh, Marvel physics consultant uh, is uh, Doctor Spiros Michalis. Uh, Michalikis. Which and I love that job title, by the way. I know, right? That's the coolest job ever. To be ever. a Marvel physicist. Marvel Studios physics consultant. Like, the greatest job nice. ever. Uh, he explained a few months ago that the quantum realm is going to play a major part in Captain Marvel that has a lot to do where she's been mm-hmm. and why she set out the events of Infinity War. The quantum realm. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay, got it. So, Doctor Strange can go to the quantum realm. Ant-Man visited the Quantum Realm, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got those two characters. So yeah. we get Infinity War uh, next uh, uh, May, I believe. Soon mm-hmm. after, we get Ant-Man and the Wasp. Then we get Captain Marvel. Then we get Avengers 4, right? Right. So between yeah. Infinity War and the fourth Avengers film, we have two films that deal with the Quantum Realm in some capacity. Okay, because you have Captain Marvel and then uh, the Ant-Man Wasp. and the Wasp, yeah. And we know that, uh, well, it's an easy assumption that they're mm-hmm. visiting the Quantum Realm to save the Wasp, who is Michelle Pfeiffer. That's the yes. only... I mean, it's, right? it's just kind of built in. Yeah, so, it's built in. Yeah. Like, get Hank Pym and the Wasp, and then you have Scott Lang and the Wasp. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I think that makes total sense. Um, so here, So here's what I'm wondering. Hmm. Is the quantum realm becoming the Marvel Studios version of the uh, negative zone? Where Annihilus lives. Where Annihilus eventually escapes from to start the Annihilation Wave. That starts (laughs) one of the biggest cosmic Marvel events ever called the Annihilation. Uh, Then Ultron comes out a year later with uh, Annihilation Conquest, I believe. Right. uh, Where he's infecting all these various species with his own sort of AI consciousness and, and which, turning them against which the universe. Which he is wont to do. Um, so we've How? defeated Ultron. I don't yeah. think he could do that. Like, right. I guess they could explain, like, he escaped Earth and is now out in the cosmos in some capacity, but they really didn't set the stage for that. That would be kind of I mean, Vision kind of squashed that last ant, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, that's the I way mean, I feel, so, too. Yeah, but, hey, it's comic books. Uh, it's I know, MCU, right? so they So they could, could but... But... Yeah, I think that would be maybe a step too far, and that's interesting mm-hmm. with saying, especially when we're about to go into Thanos and, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Thanos' uh, Black Order, for uh-huh. me to say that's a bit too far. So. Uh-huh. I don't know, but films are kind of different from yeah. comic books. It's a bit too hokey to bring back a villain, especially when they have all these other villains that they yeah, can utilize. Yeah, I totally agree. So... For with uh, keeping it just to who's like in the quantum, uh, in the 
uh, in the quantum zone. I'm now quantum th- realm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm thinking negative zone, quantum, sure. quantum zone, quantum realm. Uh, I, I'm saying no to Ultron, but I am wondering yeah, same here. how that would affect the fourth film. Like in my head, the fourth film is Battle World. Oh my god! I in that, my head, that that's what it ever. is. Yeah. That uh, you know, everything just has to go through that. You know the. Uh, the the gauntlet is grabbed by whoever they decide to, possibly Nebula, whoever they decide to have yeah. it grab it, and then we have Battle World for the mm-hmm. fourth, and then mm-hmm. near the end we figure out a way to then get out of that. Yeah, maybe with um having Adam Warlock back in or Magus yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in my head, that's what the fourth one is. It might be something else completely. Yeah. So I'm wondering for you with your theory. For Quantum Realm, how would that affect what you feel the fourth movie would be? Well, that's what I... So, like, the fourth film, I think, could be Annihilation. Except it wouldn't be Annihilus because he belongs to Fox, I think. And it couldn't Mm. be Kang, which wouldn't make sense anyway because that would be a completely other story. But, like, like, they could find another character who rules over the Quantum Realm Mm -hmm. and is now bringing the Annihilation event out. So, I I, I think... I think there are... Maybe four distinct possibilities for what that fourth film is going to be. But mm-hmm. like looking at Ant Man and the Wasp and then Captain Marvel, both of them dealing with the quantum realm, I can't help but feel that the fourth Avengers film is going to be wrapped up in the quantum realm somehow. It's a strong, beautiful narrative into that for yeah. those two movies. So I think it's entirely possible uh, that what you're suggesting with uh, Battle World, and mm-hmm. uh, that comes from Secret Wars uh, first in 84 and then I, like later, like 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's entirely possible that Battle World gets created in the quantum realm. Ooh. And all of the heroes get sent to the quantum realm what? by whomever possesses the gauntlet from Thanos, whoever steals the gauntlet away from him. Yeah. For whatever reason. Oh, you know what would be awesome? What? Some like I just had to say someone at the end of Infinity War is able to wrest the gauntlet away from Thanos eventually. Mm-hmm. And in order to keep the fight away from our reality, Has... moves it to the quantum realm. Oh, wow. I like that. So then the fourth Avengers film is... To save the... Something, to yeah. save all of reality. It's like, nope, fight's now here. What? Zip. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I think that then the title could be Avengers uh, Infinity Gauntlet, which was one of the jokes that was, or uh, something. But I don't think that they would call it that. I think yeah, they would call well, it either... Yeah, it was Zoe Saldana. That was, was like, Saldana, oh, you mean yeah. Gauntlet? Gauntlet? Yeah, yeah. Then we returned to Gauntlet uh, in August, September. Uh, <laughs> I, I think probably what will happen, like, if they do that, it would be titled uh, Avengers um, Battle World or Avengers Secret Wars, is my guess. Yeah. Uh, but I do also think that there's still a distinct possibility that we find a way to defeat Thanos. Maybe even turn Thanos on our side, which is what happens in the comics a lot it of does. times. Uh, and maybe even turn him on our side because the quantum realm erupts. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, the annihilation wave is coming for all of us. Then uh, I um, don't think that that's what's going to happen. Mm. I, I want to see a, a pure, clean, true defeat yeah. of Thanos. Do you think we're going to get a conclusion with this fourth one? Or is it just going to be another No, it, ha- it has to be final. It has to be final. I think it has final. to be right. I think we yeah. deserve it at this point. Yeah, but I, I honestly think that they're going to combine... Negative Zone, Quantum Realm, and uh, Battle World. I think that's... Oh. God, what if they did that? Wow. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Uh, is it still going to be accessible to everybody, though? 
I yeah, mean, I, I would I like so. to think so. I mean, all you're doing is saying, we're taking this giant, super duper gigantic fight and moving it into what yeah, we call the quantum Because we've realm. just had two movies where mm-hmm. you it's have been existed. Explained and you've seen it, yeah. In the quantum world. Uh, quantum realm. Yeah. I'm just going to keep on messing that up. Yeah. And the, and the already, quantum yeah. realm. Uh, then, yeah. Then that fourth one could. Yeah. Because it's like with uh, Doctor Strange, be like, hey, magic's real. Magic's magic. It's not just magic as a science. It's like, yeah. magic's magic. So now we have that. So Yeah. And Doctor Strange can easily access the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. So he can go back and forth, whatever he yeah. needs to do. Uh, in fact, maybe he even gets the gauntlet, finds a way to like, and like in that moment, I will die. Like Dr. Strange wielding the infinity Man. gauntlet. But uh, you know, no matter what, we know Hawkeye lives. Yeah, Hawkeye lives. <laughs> no matter what. No matter what. Hawkeye lives. Uh, yeah, Watch, he's the first one to die. Oh no, my God, he lives. the first one, yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that's my theory. Uh, there's a casting sheet on Reddit, and it has names on it, but I don't, I don't buy it. I don't believe it, so we're not yeah. going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> What do you, so what do you think? Like, what do you like? Where's where are the holes in that theory? Okay, well, um, well, I did the the one particular one, like his motivation to get to Earth, and yeah. uh, also about the uh, possible accessibility of it. But they will have two movies that they can yeah. use to yeah. explain for that. Um, I guess it would have to go to the stakes. Then, I mean, if it's, I mean, we love these characters. We've spent a lot of time with these characters, but if we have all of this happen in this, you know, microverse, this micro teeny tiny verse, mm-hmm. then it kind of takes the stakes away, at least for me, because uh, it's, I don't want the world to explode. We don't necessarily need, you know, like portal in the sky, sure. but also for all of it to happen, you know, in something smaller than the size of a pen, it kind of removes me away See, from it here's, a little. So here's my thought on that though. Yeah. I think the quantum realm is, is that, it's mm-hmm. absolutely like this microcosmic, impossible to quantify small space. Yes. But I think that there's this weird um, Ouroboros nature to it where, yes, it's small, but it's a whole other universe. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. And I, I think that that's more what it is. It's not I'm super tiny. It's you've gone so tiny that you've sort of passed through into a whole other universe. Yes. No, I understand that. So that's kind of how I see it. I totally understand that. What I'm saying is for me as a person, like, for instance, if something very, you know, big and horrific happens, but it's on the other side of the world, Mm -hmm. it tends to have less of an impact because it's on the other side of the world. I mean, thanks to social media, you know, we Mm -hmm. can have access to that, but it's not right here as in oh it happened down the street so if we have these characters and we take them and put them into another universe entirely where what happens to them does not affect our world i'm wondering of the yeah. stakes of that well the, so the stakes would be and you're and yes 100% correct uh in my mind if they were to go this direction the stakes would be uh are the heroes stuck there can they get back are all of them going to die do they live uh, and then maybe there's an event going on on Earth that they can't get back to solve. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a few Avengers who are left on Earth trying to take care of this thing. Maybe they find a way to communicate. And it's like, we need you to stop being in wherever you are and come fight this thing. Like, mm-hmm. maybe Thanos is still around. That's a possibility. You know, I... and he's like ruling over Earth, but he's got the Avengers stuck in this quantum verse yeah. fighting. Because... And that's where they, like, maybe they go there and Carol Danvers has been stuck there for 25 years. Ooh, interesting. Like that's one. That's another part. That's sorry, that's another part of the theory. Is okay, that that's, she that's ends up getting sucked into so then this she's quantum able to realm? Take out Thanos if she's uh, and he gets sucked. If in If they or can something. free her from the quantum realm, then she's like, 
what's up? I'm one of the biggest enemies that you have in comic books. And like the yeah. Marvel comic book lexicon, like Captain Marvel and Thanos are, they are arch nemesis. Like Captain yeah. Marvel can absolutely take down Thanos. I would love to see that battle too. I yeah. guess, I guess just my, my thought process is if all of these dueling superpowers get sucked into another universe, yeah. then earth is normal again. Do you, do you see what I mean? Yeah. Earth is normal again, so why would we even want them back? Exactly. And that's where Marvel Avenger like Marvel Phase 4 starts. Where do you go? Yeah. From there. They're probably so, all, like maybe they get stuck there, maybe they die there, maybe they've been left behind, maybe they get changed, maybe the infinity gauntlet mm-hmm. changes all of them. It's a completely different reality all of a sudden, yeah. which I think is kind of exactly where they need I think they want the soft reboot because we've been doing this for 10 years. Films have progressed. We've all changed. Our tastes in film have changed Like yeah. in that 10 years. Iron Man is amazing because it's such a product of its time in 2008. If you were to make Iron Man now, we'd be like, that's fun. Like, think about it. Like, if they were to release Iron Man tomorrow and none of us had ever seen it, we'd be like, that's a fun movie. That's a really well done movie. Hmm. But... I don't know if I can remove myself enough. No, it's to, hard like, to but, do. It's hard but to do. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I, I if, understand if, what you're saying. Like, can you imagine seeing Iron Man after you've already seen Guardians? Right, mm. like, or like, it, it well, depending, or Doctor Strange, it might, it like, might not yeah. be enough because yeah. the bar is continuously being raised. So, sure, but it the bar started with Iron Man, so uh, I don't know. No, I know it's, it's yeah, chicken but and I, egg, I understand. Like, I understand yeah. the point that you're going. With so it. I think that they're going to want the soft reboot, personally. Yeah, but I mean, you just get to that point. I mean, <laughs> if if all of them are sucked into another universe, all of them, yeah. you know, Shatari, the uh, scrolls, Kree. You know, Iron Man, Captain America, well, love Chris Evans. But if they were all sucked into another universe and Earth was normal again, would we even want them back? Probably not. Would I mean, we, really we enjoy have the a spectacle need? and we enjoy the protection, but if all the bad guys are there too... Then, you know, they can battle in know, another universe. But who's to say that those bad guys get sucked away? That is true. Maybe Thanos is like, I want all the heroes over here. <laughs> and like Scorpion's like, cool, I'm going to go kill Red everybody. Red Rover, Red Rover, yeah. send your heroes over. Yeah, Loki's like, cool, I'm going to uh, go rule the Earth because my brother's stuck in the quantum realm and can't get out because he doesn't have Mjolnir anymore. Goodness. You know? Anyway, let's talk to the Merry Marvelites. Yes, yes. <laughs> Take it away. Okay, so some shout-outs. Evan at Harris Harris EV9, world's worst vegan at underscore lefty underscore right underscore. Nice. JJ Lang at JJ Lang tweeted. Bark at birds underscore what are they? <sighs> That's the best name. I love that <laughs> Shane name. Pickett at DadRad4. Carlton Smith M.ED at uh, Captain Black America. Nice. Uh, worldwide at Project J Park and Dash I at Dash I. What's uh, up, everybody? <laughs> and shout out to Brandon Morse at B Morse Music. Uh, he sent a Gladiator style Planet Hulk video oh, that was nice. super fun. Oh man, I haven't had, seen that yet. It had like Harrison Ford and all the Harrison Fords. <laughs> oh God, gotta watch <laughs> Part that. Part of a Gladiator battle. That's awesome. Uh, so Julius at Salad Missile, uh, birthday shout out for August 18th. Uh, this is the guy who built his own TARDIS nice. and sent me a picture of it. So happy birthday, Julius. Do you, uh, Should I give him a, the best sexy shout out I can? Like, does he need a... Uh, sure. Or do we just want to sing him a happy birthday, Julius. Salad Missile. Julius, happy birthday. TARDIS. 
You get uh, you get the defenders for your birthday. That's a good present. Yeah, that's actually. I mean, really if you good. like the August eighteenth. Yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> I mean, if you like that kind of thing, I guess whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. And then this one I was up in the air about uh, Joseph Hall at a blunted soul one. He's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I get a sexy birthday shout out from me <laughs> on the show next week? I uh, so, I leave that up to you. August ninth. Yeah, uh, August ninth. Okay, so since it's birthday, so I need some some backup do, here. Do, you want me to do the yeah, and and feel free to chime in. Okay. Yeah. So Joseph, oh my God, baby, August 9th is your birthday. Oh, it's your birthday. And you're gonna put on your big boy birthday pants. Oh, your big boy pants. And you're gonna have your big boy birthday on August 9th. Their old big boy birthday, August 9th. So we're sending a six shout out from the Marvel Movie News crew, Joseph. Happy birthday, baby. Sexy birthday shout out. Happy birthday. <laughs> Bow yeah. How was that? Did I yeah, ruin I everything? All right. Uh, and uh, shout out to everyone who sent me summer hair love. Thank you. Oh, that nice. Was so, that was so cute. So we have a number of questions. Uh, some of these we actually kind of already answered. Uh, yeah. Janet at Spider Girl ninety, we answered her question about uh, Infinity War. Okay, and accessibility. Hi, Janet. Thanks yeah. for asking. I uh, have uh, Ashley Houchins. Um, how about Morgan oh, Freeman? Oh, she told us how to pronounce she it. She totally did. Houchins. 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 So now I know how to say it. Houchins. Uh, how about Morgan Freeman as Eternity for Avengers oh, Four? Oh my God, yes! Uh, I want Eternity so bad. That'd be pretty. That's one of my favorite Doctor wet. Strange stories: is the Eternity Saga. Yeah. Where Doctor Strange goes in search of uh, Eternity to find out how to defeat uh, e, uh, Dormammu and Baron Mordo, and Eternity's like, "You've had the power the whole time." Ooh. <laughs> and disappears, and it's like, "Well, screw you! <laughs> I've been searching for you for like twenty issues. I've had the power the whole time." Like, I still what? love it though. I'm just I'm making fun of it because I love it so much. I like that. Then he's got to kind of do like the video game where you go through your inventory and be like, uh-huh. "Oh, darn it! All right, darn it, I had it the whole time. What, what was the thing that I picked up that I oh, can use for this? I could use that. Oh, yeah. We uh, we answered uh, Dave Mills' uh, question. He was uh, wondering how we would integrate Captain Marvel into yeah. the, you know the MCU. We had some theories there for you, Dave. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, uh, Stacy at Where You Walk. She was like, will any of you be at Boston Comic Con August 11th through 13th? I uh, will not be personally. I wish that we could. I love Boston, yeah. but uh, we cannot afford travel. Oh. I mean, well, I mean, I got like Burning Man coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah we I have my birthday yeah. on the 27th, so. Boom. I know. And You're I'm gonna moving get a sexy this month. Out. Yeah, how, congratulations. Yeah. yeah, I got an apartment. <gasps> and actually two other apartments have now contacted nice. me being like, hey, by the way, we'd love to. You're and like, I'm nope. Like, maybe I'm like, you oh, I don't know. Choices. Maybe you should have gotten to me sooner. Like maybe you I've already got a love. To me sooner. I've already got someone I love. Thanks, though. Yeah. Uh, Carlton Smith. Uh, did we cover this uh, at Captain Black America? Do you think we will ever see uh, Namor in the MCU with his power kit? He could be a game changer. Probably Who not. would you cast? Probably not. Uh, probably not. But if they do, they can have him in Black Panther. I mean, if yeah, they want to go, if they want to go that route, because as we know, uh, Namor does get, yeah, he does he get brainwashed and take, he would, he would actually be, that'd be pretty awesome. Cause like he, Wakandaverse Atlantis. Exactly. Where they have the whole thing too. where he, he floods Wakanda, you know, it's yeah. not, it's not him though. It's not him, you know, kind of a thing. He's be, like, uh, that would actually yeah. Be- and then All you right, have well, Shuri step up as, you know, the Black Panther uh-huh. because, you know, obviously T'Challa's out of the Necropolis. Of, there we go. So uh, that Carlson, would be a possibility. That's the only way I could see that happening, Carlton, is yeah. if he's in a sequel to Black Panther because he doesn't fit with the Avengers right now. 
Okay. And so it's been a little bit since I've read the original Civil War comic. Do we remember Chris Logo's question um, at Chris underscore Logo? Does Bucky no. killing Tony's parents have any impact in the original Civil no. War comic? Absolutely not. It, that okay. doesn't even ever come up. Yeah. The original Civil I, War comic It's been is, a while for me for yeah. reading the original. The original and the, Civil the movie War, is like overplacing it. Yeah. The original Civil War comic is... Um, Oh my God! Speedball, Robbie Baldwin is part of the New Warriors. They are on a reality show and they're showing off their superpowers by going after a team of low-powered villains. And they're like, hey, "Check this out! We're gonna oh, kick their ass." Uh, what they don't know is that they've taken uh, mutant growth hormone and are all like super duper souped up. Mm. And uh, Nuke, who is a uh, villain with the power to uh, turn himself into a bomb, like he essentially gives off an explosive blast with himself as the epicenter. Uh, kind of a dumb power in a way <laughs> like he doesn't blow himself up just a blast comes out of him that is mm-hmm. bomb like uh but he on that growth uh uh hormone he's a nuclear weapon and yeah. he explodes a three to five mile circumference area of a place called Stamford, massachusetts including Yikes. a school uh and that starts the civil war registration act the superhuman registration act, as, and that's where it goes as it should yeah. because that's horrifying yeah uh so and it has it has nothing to do with Tony's parents being murdered by Bucky. I don't even know if that's a comic book thing. Maybe might I'm be wrong. a movie invention. I, movie I would have invention. to reread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have yeah, to. I'd have remember. to find my hard drive that I have all yeah. that on because all most of my comics are, are e comics yeah. now because now. I've given away. Sure, no. I, I had to economize my space. So much. Yeah. So much room. All right. So our pictures that we have. Ba, 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 uh, this ba. first one uh, from Deb Cap Evans at Marvel Padawan. My little godson loves you guys. He wants a shout out for making me be War Machine. Aww. His name is Oscar. Oscar. Good Oscar. work. Yes. Uh, she makes a fabulous War Machine, dude. Oscar, you're awesome. Dude, Oscar. High fives all around, man. We love you, too. Big time. Uh, and way to... Uh... What way to make uh who uh Deb. Deb. Is it Deb? Deb? Deb Way to make Deb War Machine. Yeah. Looks great. So cute, dude. Good work, Oscar. We're all proud of you. Okay, and this from uh the hashtag Marvel Movie News. Uh-huh. Uh, the Marvel Movie News hashtag. Nice. Uh it's a colored pencil fan art of Mantis. Uh it was sent oh to our hashtag god. by that's... at Miss Song Jung. Oh my god, that's yeah. beautiful. This is epic. That is very well done. Oh yeah, my that god. Is, that is a lot of love and a lot of art in one piece. That is fantastic. Good work. Very nicely done, dude. You are far more talented than I could ever hope to be. Congratulations yeah, on achieving Yeah, mine would that. be like this beautiful stick figure with two antenna at the top yeah. and a peace sign. Yeah, <laughs> mine would barely be a stick at figure. Like the legs aren't even connected to that stick. <laughs> yeah, and our final picture is from Will uh, Crabtree. He sent it to us uh, via Instagram. Oh, nice. Uh, his Instagram is wildebeest360. Uh, it's the... What it is, oh, it's, uh, it's the sequel. Awesome. Spider-Man Prom Night. Oh, that's great. And uh, it's a lot of love went into that picture, obviously. And what it is is that it has me as a history teacher no on the right-hand way. side. It has you as Professor Doctor Strange <laughs> hop popping yes. out of a portal saying yes. stay in school yes that's the best and i would say that school is very important i do believe yeah. that and then it has koi in the back as a random uh tiger mascot <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is great yeah. solid work will that is awesome yeah, so spider-man prom night and I, I love to imagine that like he was bored in like home economics or something drawing that yeah and, and like, he's like oh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna draw gonna i'm gonna this. draw marvel movie news instead <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you gotta be. You gotta. You gotta get bored in school. That's part of school. That's uh, okay. Uh, 
it happens. So some of my my fondest memories of school were me being bored with being my bored. friends in class. <laughs> just like, oh my god, we're still doing calculus. Ugh. Uh, that's awesome. Well, thank you for yeah. sharing those pictures, guys. We love seeing yeah, those, thanks. and we, we always try our best to collect all those and show them off as best as we can. Uh, in the meantime, that's it. Yeah. For yeah, our show. That's, that's about everything for this week. Yeah. That's just about. I, I love that you texted us before you came in. You're like, I look like a New Jersey housewife. And then you yeah, showed up. I was like, I, was like I, I don't think that you look No, it's you because I'm, like very, I'm very comfortable today, and I have like a slippers. And of course, going nice. with that, I'm going by like reality show. Sure. TV. Sure. I, I don't think I've actually met a New Jersey housewife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I just love that. Shows. I was like, I just love that. I'm just, I'm very comfortable today, but I also did my makeup. So I'm like, yeah. yes. Uh, Tell us, uh, tell us where we can find you and what you're up to. Uh, yes, uh, you can find me uh, at Markeia McCarty. Uh, that's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y, and that's on Instagram and also Twitter. Uh, Snapchat is Darth Thinmints. Darth is in uh, Vader, and Thinmints is in Girl Scout cookies. Nice. I was about to <laughs> switch uh-huh. those. Uh, and yeah, this upcoming Monday, actually, the Marvel Movie News crew is going to be doing something with Screen Junkies where we'll be talking mm-hmm. about Defenders. So mm-hmm. we'll be doing that. You can catch me on Mondays on AfterBuzz TV. It's our sister uh, network. And I do a WWE Raw Wrestling After Show with Johnny LaQuasto. So do that. That's 830-ish nice. on Mondays. So yeah, all these opportunities to interact with me. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, my name is Matt Key on Twitter, at the Matt Key on the Instagram that I never use because I'm still trying to, I'm, I can't figure it out. But that's Java Shambhala. Go follow me and eventually I'll start figuring it out. <laughs> uh, and uh, tomorrow night I'll be talking with uh, Talison Jaffe and uh, Amy Dallin over at Geek and Sundry on the Wednesday Club on their Twitch channel at 7 about every Robin ever crossing the streams over to DC oh. and talking about uh, Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, all those guys, all the Robins, Carrie Kelly. Yeah. So I'm going to go read every Batman comic ever right now. It's going to be a Robin Fest. To go make sure I know what I'm talking about. It's a Robin Fest. Yeah, we're calling it Holy Robin Batman. Uh, And you can also read all of my uh, rantings and ravings and newsy reports on Geek Girl Authority. I write for her website, Audrey, our friend Audrey, who's been on a couple times. I write for that website every day. So anyway, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Yep. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.